At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Yo, what's up, everybody? Since you guys all know it is tax season, I want you guys to know that today's sponsor is brought to you by Magnolia Tax Services. If you're a business owner or a high-earning individual, take control of your finances with the tailored tax planning services of Magnolia Tax Services. Their team of certified public accounts and enrolled agents specializes in maximizing savings for individuals and businesses by utilizing the latest tax laws and strategies. From complex business structures to high net worth individuals, they'll develop a customized plan to minimize your tax liability and increase your bottom line. Don't leave money on the table. Contact our partners at Magnolia Tax Services today for a consultation and get $100 credit towards your service by clicking the link in the show notes. That's right, guys. Like I said in the beginning, it is tax season, so you want to make sure you tap in with my guys at Magnolia Tax Service today. And once again, that link is in the show notes, and now we'll get right into the show. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to the greatest show on earth, the Million Mindsets Podcast. I am host Xavier, and today I got another crazy crazy episode man so y'all make sure y'all tap into this one but before we start i would like to advise all the watchers all the listeners to please subscribe like leave that five star rating review share all those things we would greatly greatly appreciate and getting right into the show man i got a super 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 special guest this has been a long time coming we've been trying to do this for a minute and i finally got her in the studio and she's gonna do a lot of games she's doing a lot of amazing things so i'm super excited to have her on and it's Kayla. Welcome to the show. What's good? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's actually amazing to be here right now. Um, I love Dallas and I'm really great to really great to actually make it here as well. Definitely. So, thank you. I'm glad to have you on and getting right into it. So for the people who this may they may, might be stuck under a rock. This may be their first time seeing or hearing of you. Do you mind giving some brief background on yourself? Um, so I am Kayla Perilla for the people that don't know. Don't know. And uh, I have a clothing brand that I started when I was 18 years old, launched it back in 2019, and uh, started from zero. And it was not doing the best in the first nine months. And I made this crazy viral video with tracksuits. And from that point on, I've actually been killing it. I did seven figures with my clothing brand, and now I'm currently teaching people uh, how to, you know, start a clothing brand as well, and you know, scale their business with my marketing skills. Yo, that's amazing. Like you, 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 you really doing your thing. Like I said before we started, I said how I the first time I seen you was when you did that that viral video. That yeah. video was everywhere, and it was I didn't even that that shit was so fire. But talk about like what made you get into clothing. Um, the one thing that made me get into clothing really was like seeing uh, one of my friends design on a computer, and I just felt like you know I felt like I could do the same thing. So I'm like. Let me, let me start practicing graphic designing. And from that little skill that I learned, I went ahead and started a side hustle. So from learning that one skill, how to graphic design, I started a little side hustle. And from that point on, I'm like, okay, I know I could design my own clothes. I know I could start my own clothing brand. And that's actually what made me really want to start. Mm. Yeah. And you said that first, the first nine months was kind of slow. Why do you, why do you think that is? Um, the first nine months was very slow for me. And I would say this because um, I didn't really have like, no, no pointers, not much pointers, no vendors. Uh, nobody really gave me like, a, okay, here's, 
here are some vendors, here's how to design. I had to do everything on my own. So I didn't have the best vendors. My quality was not the best. And uh, my designs were not the best either because I just started learning how to graphic design. So it was kind of like a struggle for me beginning out. And um, I had, I was getting like no sales some months. Really? Maybe one sale I got. I know one month I probably made like $100 off of one sale. And that was it for the entire month. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. For nine months straight. What, what was your what was your uh, social media audience and following like at this time? Um, I probably only had seven hundred followers. Oh damn! I got to a thousand followers. I don't know how it was such a struggle, <laughs> but I literally would I would go on Instagram and I would I would tell myself okay two hours every day I would scroll on other you know big brands and I would just DM people for two hours a day like hey I just started my business give me a follow whatever like I was doing anything I can to get my followers up it was crazy. Mm, so and then I finally hit a thousand followers. Then you hit and you hit it with that viral video. So, yeah. So what what was the lead up to that? Because that was that was a dope design, fire track suits and all that. Yeah, that video came from finally getting the right vendors. So, you know that you know that first nine months period where it was like a struggle for me. I didn't have good vendors and I did not have great designing skills yet. So it was a huge struggle. Till I found some good vendors and I, you know, I came up with like a, a design. I'm like, okay, I feel like nobody's doing reflective designs. And I went ahead and I said, let me do this, this design and let me, let me market it a crazy way that nobody has seen before. And I bet it's going to go viral. I just had that mindset. Like, really? yeah, so I'm marketing knew. my, yeah, I just knew. That's crazy that you knew that without even going viral at some point. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. a lot of times I know my first time I went viral, it was an accident. I was just posting stuff and stuff went viral. I didn't really figure out like, oh, this is how you go viral. It took me a while to learn that. And you, you ain't even go viral yet. And you kind of had an idea on this, this the one right here. Yeah. It, that idea just came because I'm like, okay, I never seen no brand put color corded, like crazy colors next to each other and make and everyone reflective. turn at the same time. I just, I had the idea and I'm like, okay, I'm going to execute it. And then I did. Within four minutes, I was just like, I was mind blown because I actually did go viral. <laughs> was those people that like homies you knew from back home and stuff that you just had come do it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I figured that. So what happened? Get, let's get into the aftermath when you made that and you posted that video. What was the, what was the, the aftermath of that? Um, the aftermath of that video, within I think it was like within four minutes, I already had like 2,000 likes or... Within 20 minutes, I already had like 10,000 likes. Really? It was crazy. And then I literally gained so much followers. I think I got over 2 million views within like a day or two days. And then um, the, orders was crazy. the orders was going crazy. I think I made $20,000 in, like $20, in sales within 30 minutes. And then I, I did a 100000 within like I think 14 or 18 days. I don't remember. Was you ready? Did you already have everything ready to go? Uh, I did, but then I was like, you know what? I'm going to just do a pre-order because mm. everyone's like, oh, it's sold out. Like, can you just open up the site? Let, let us order. We'll wait. And I'm like, okay, I did it. And then I opened up a pre-order and then everyone's just ordering. It was mm. crazy. I know a lot of um, clothing line owners, they do like drops, like seasonal drops. Is that yeah. a, Was that something that you did too or was just you released whenever? Um, it was a seasonal drop, but because it went so viral, people wanted it even during the summer. So now it's kind of like a forever like thing, like it's a forever product. Really? Yeah. Mm, that's, yo, that's and then like you said, seven figures. You hit seven figures. How how soon did you hit seven figures after that video? 
Um, I think I hit seven figures in 2021. I think June. Damn. June 2021, that's when I was like, okay, I hit seven figures. So that video was like, I think 11 months later. That's so quick. Yeah, it was quick. Like even when you, when you, when you talk about how the first nine months was slow, that's typical in business. But to hit seven figures in business, most businesses never yeah. hit that point. So hitting that point that quick is crazy. So salute to you, salute to you for doing that. So what, what you think is the key? Because let's be real, everybody got to close the line. Yeah, it's one of the hardest things to do because everybody has it. So what do you think is the key to launching the clothing line and making it a, a real success for real? I feel like the biggest key for launching like these clothing brands and having it to become successful is um, pretty much just having a marketable product, having a sellable product and having a great design, right? And when you have those three things, if you have the, the, the best marketing skills, it's like, how could you lose in this market, right? Uh, when I started my clothing brand, other people had one, but it wasn't as, I don't think it was as saturated as it is now, but it's still a, it's still a market that people can have success in a lot, mm. uh, even though it's saturated. It just all comes down to uh, bringing out a product that is either not common or marketing it a different way that no one has seen, before. seen before yeah what about vendors because this is something that i know a lot of people struggle with. like you said when you started you didn't have like the best vendors so what about that part um definitely i feel like vendors are like a key component as well <laughs> right. and um if you have how the right you vendors find, it, it's, it'll just make your life easier how do you find the right ones um you could get them at uh, alibaba.com okay. or if you, you some people a lot of vendors will DM you, but if you just, uh, you know, DM back and say, can I get a free sample or something, you can tell if they're real or not. Or people like myself, uh, I actually sell vendors lists too. So okay. I kind of help out new brand owners, like get those vendors. How, how was it um, after you went viral with that video? Did your following like on Instagram, did it just naturally go crazy? Did you have to put a lot of work into growing it or it just went, cr just naturally just went crazy? I think it was actually, yeah, it actually just started growing up. And I, what I would do is I would just pin, like, my Instagram under my tweets and just tell everyone, like, make sure you guys follow my Instagram, too, because I'm not trying to just grow my following on Twitter. So if one thing goes viral on Instagram, I try to plug in, like, my other social medias so, like, all my social medias grow together. Mm. So when that, when that video went viral, um, my Instagram followers grew. Grew a lot. Yeah. And you you went viral a lot of times since then. So what's the, so you, let's keep it real. For people that know this, that have been viral, it's the science behind it. Yeah. To a, to a large degree. Mm -hmm. So if you mind sharing, break that down from your opinion on how to really go viral for real. Yeah. Um, for me, that actually, that, that, that most viral video you're talking about, that wasn't even the first time I went viral. That was oh, probably was like the, the most viral I think my clothing okay. has ever went. So the science to it is um, every social media has like a, a different ways that we can go viral on. So what I realized was like on Twitter, um, back then I would, I would tweet my clothing brand, and I would make sure I would, I would take an aesthetic picture. A lot of people just take any kind of pictures of their brands, and I'm like, okay, that's not going to work. <laughs> so I used to, like, I used to take pictures of, like, my pairs of shorts on, like, a clean little surface, and then I would take a really aesthetic photo, and I'll come up with a good caption of, you know, like, uh, it costs $0 to retweet my small business, or... Things like that. And then people would be like, oh, you know, yeah, it costs zero dollars. Okay, retweet, retweet, support, support, <laughs> love it, support. And I would be going viral a lot before I even went for real, for real viral with that uh, tracksuit video. So that's pretty much, it comes up, it comes down to like a good picture, 
the good content, and then it comes down to how you deliver it captions. to your audience. Yeah, your captions. captions. Yeah. And and you know the 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 average what's they call it the uh, attention span that people have today they say is less than a goldfish. They say it's seven seconds, and wow. I and I feel like that's a large part of it as well because let's be real, a lot of video if you start a video off and you you got three seconds to keep my attention. You got to do some shit, say some shit, read some shit that's going to keep my attention. If it don't, I'm going to keep scrolling. So in that three seconds, you got to have some kind of hook, in my opinion, to get yeah. people to watch it. And then that's what's going to keep people there. And then whatever you do after that, it's some strategy to that part too. But mm-hmm. the first three seconds is like the most important for real. Yeah. Because if, if, if you don't got if you don't got no hook that's going to keep them there, I'm going to keep scrolling. That's true. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So, and this is important. First of all, because people, when we talk about going viral, some people still don't understand, like, why is this important? Like, I don't give a shit about going viral. They might be in business. They're like, I don't give a shit about going viral. Yeah. Why is that even important to go viral on these platforms? Because uh, for me, that one time going viral changed my life forever. <laughs> like, I never went back. I never went back. I, I never went back. It was just went viral. You, once you go viral once, it's like you kind of have to keep that flow and that momentum that you got from going viral. So I kept that flow and that momentum. A lot of people will go viral and be like, okay, like I got it. I made it. No, you didn't yet. So if you keep that flow and momentum, all the attention's on you. And I feel like when, once you have attention, like attention sells. It does. Good or bad, it sells. So it's like once you got that attention for, on your product or your brand, you have to keep monetize and keep going keep scaling it because it's like you can it's only up from there and it's life-changing it is it is right you think all publicity is good publicity sometimes yeah people i feel like i feel like the internet i feel like sometimes like a lot of celebrities have bad publicity it's like a couple months later it's like oh wow she's doing something good and people kind of forget people forget about it yeah but i feel like that's what they say all publicity is good publicity that's what they no that's that's what they say that's what they say but you know that's been a saying that's been around since like forever and I'm I'm always wondering now, like, did did social media change that reality? Yeah, I feel like I feel like it depends because it I feel like it depends on the publicity. You're, My kind too. of bad publicity is like, okay, I God forbid I posted a, a tragedy that happened to me or like a car accident, like that's like a bad situation. But it's kind of like you might you might people will see it and it's kind of like you might get love from it or you might people might send you like good messages or whatever. Like, it kind of... People go viral from that kind of stuff. Like, I know someone that... If you take, like, a huge L on something, people... It's, like, bad. It's, like, bad, but it kind of, like, brings in good good support from it. Yeah. Because yeah. The, the, the L is relatable. Yeah. L's are relatable. When so. you're winning all the time, it's not relatable. Yeah, exactly. That's one thing I learned. People want to... It's crazy. When you start from ground zero, everybody want to see you win. They'll yeah. help you build up. But once you start winning, and you start winning too much... It's like, oh, no, you're not relatable no more. You're not taking no L. So people now, they start kind of low-key wanting you to lose and want to yeah. see you lose. That's why, in my opinion, sometimes it's important to not come across as too perfect online. Exactly. Because that's going to breed a lot of um, uh, evil eyes, they say. People want to see you lose. They're like, that Man, I want to so see true. that. I want to see that motherfucker. Like, Kayla been winning for five years straight. Yeah. She ain't posting no Ls. I want her to lose now. And they're going to get satisfaction out of seeing you lose. It's a crazy, it's the craziest yeah, thing. That's in the true. World. <laughs> that is really true. It's the craziest, it's the craziest thing in the world. So before you started, what were you doing before you started the uh, clothing line? Um, I was actually working at Kids okay. Foot Locker. Word. Yeah. I, I can see that. There. You you seen you seen like a, 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 a definitely into shoes. So I could definitely see that. So when yeah. did you 
when did you leave? Like, when did, like, was it a certain point in the business where you like, no, I'm, I'm out now? Yeah, I definitely left after, I would say, like, a month and a half. Only a month after, huh? Yeah, a month and a half. I just, it was, it really wasn't for me. Was it any strategy in, in you leaving, or it was just like you went in one day or didn't go in one day? It was like, I'm not doing it no more. I was just, like, feeling like, I, I don't know. I just didn't like getting told what to do. Like, I didn't like getting told what to do, and, like, it was pretty stressful. Like, okay, like, hours certain things and I wasn't even making a lot of money right. so it's like all that all that went into getting into like my mind like okay like yeah this isn't gonna work out for me so I just I, I left that job and then um that was it I think I got another job yeah I did so you all did you you always knew you want to be an entrepreneur um I actually had goals to just be not an entrepreneur but just probably be an investor later on in life like that was never I never thought I would be a business owner I just knew that I would I would be successful in my my own way, probably by like graduating college and getting a job with my bachelor's degree and probably investing like when I'm 25 or something. Was that exposed to you early on? Uh, what? Like entrepreneurship, investing and stuff like that. Because I know um, a lot of times at, at, at that 19, 18, even 20, that's yeah. not something a lot of people thinking about. No, I was I was 17 when I when I first seen it. Okay. And I was like learning about it. Uh, I was watching uh, Grant Cardone on YouTube and I'm like, okay. I love what he does. I love this real estate stuff. I love it. Um, I'm like, I figured, I'm like, okay, when I'm when I graduate college and um, I get like a good job or something, making like maybe 70, 80k a year, I could save up my money, you know, live at home, save up my money, um, save up twenty thousand, get my dream car, and probably start investing in real estate or stocks or something one day. Like that was my end goal. I never knew that I would be like an entrepreneur. Really? Yeah. That's that's wild. So let's talk about this because you, you know, you, you making your business hit seven figures and stuff like what was the strategies because getting the money as you I'm pretty sure as you know, at this point, getting the money is probably the easiest part. But main, maintaining it is where like a lot of work and strategy comes in. Yet. So how how di was that difficult for you, to, especially at that early age to maintain all this money that you just got and you got it fairly quickly? Yeah, um, it was not difficult at all because going yeah. into going into. Like, just going into college, like, I already knew what I wanted. I, I knew I wanted to be an investor. I knew I wanted to save money. I knew I wanted to, like, be something one day. I just didn't know exactly what route. I just knew, okay, manage money. Like, don't spend it. And when I did realize I wanted to start selling products, I'm like, okay. When I started getting the money, I'm like, wow, like, I'm actually getting this money without a job. It was a huge surprise to me. When I, when I had, when I seen $50,000, like, a $50,000 deposit, I'm like, wow, this is, this is crazy. Like, mom, I told my mom, I'm like, wow. This is this is she why. probably was like she probably was more yeah. shocked than you. She was shocked. She was like she's like no way. Like Kayla, you used to just love playing video games and just like chill all the time. No way that you're the kid. Like you're you're my my child that's actually like this successful. <laughs> I'm like I always I always was smart. I just like to play like games back then. But I don't know. It's it was funny. crazy. I was I was good managing it though for sure. I don't really like to spend too much. You don't. You, but it, looking at your page, that's the impression I get. You don't seem like a spender. Yeah, because I would have been bought a lot of jewelry, all these cars, but I been had that mindset from watching like Grant Cardone and Bob Proctor and all these other like mm -hmm. millionaires. I'm like, okay, this is how they invest their money. This is how they're rich years later. I figured you could have all the success today, but if you're not investing your money properly, like who knows in the next five years if the market changes? Who knows if, you know, like e-com isn't a thing or these things aren't a thing, but you already know that real estate's always going to be here. So I already knew. At 17, 18, I was studying it. Okay, one day I want to do real estate or one day I want to invest into stocks, whatever. I just already had that mindset before the clothing.
That's that. No, that's that's heavy. And something I was laughing about something you said. You said we having a conversation with your mom. She was like, "Who knew you would have been the one?" That's so funny because yeah, I had a very similar conversation with my mom. I remember my mom talking to my mom on the phone. She was like, "Zay, I'm gonna be honest. I never would have thought in a million mm-hmm. years you would be out here doing what you was doing." She was like, "You was the in school. You was my most troubled kid. Like I was like, no bullshit. I was like a F D student. Like really since sixth grade." Wow. Six, like six, I'm, I tried to drop out of high school. Luckily, my mom and dad, they like, no, nah, you ain't doing it. Because I, I just wasn't doing none of it. I, I had a teacher one time tell me, she was like, yeah, you're going to be a dog. You're going to be working at McDonald's and stuff like that. No like, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No yeah. way. I, I really had a teacher tell me that before. So I, firsthand, I had a conversation like that with my mom. She was like, it, but it's, it's usually a lot of entrepreneurs I'm learning from being around and speaking they was that one coming up where people were like, man, we don't know what, I don't know what you're going to do as yeah. an adult. And they turned out to turn. Yeah. 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 So it's, it's, it's very interesting. But talk about, because like you said, it's been pretty easy for you to um, keep that bread, manage that bread, because I know a lot of entrepreneurs, when they experience success as early as you experience it, mm-hmm. they blow the bag at, yeah. least, at least twice. They're going to blow it before they get it right. So like, Talk just going more about that discipline that you have to to not mess it up because that's mm-hmm. extremely impressive. Like for real, if I got if my business hit seven figures in my early twenties, I know I'm 100 percent sure I would have blew it. Yeah, multiple times until I until I got it right. So just talk about that more. I feel like for me it's different because um, there was a, a moment of time where you know my family we didn't really have much, so mm. it's like I already knew like. Okay, once I get it, I'm not gonna want to go back down. I want, I just want to keep going up. I know how it feels to like not have certain stuff and right. not have much. So it's like, wow, I'm very grateful for everything I have. The best thing I can do for myself is learn how to multiply it, learn how to invest it, and just you know stay on track. Like, yeah, I bought myself like a nice little watch, but I I only bought myself that until I I had like a certain amount. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just I don't feel comfortable doing too much until I have certain things in line. So I already always told myself I wouldn't buy this unless I have this investment or I have that much invested somewhere because it just doesn't feel right. I feel like I'm disrespecting like my future, my future self by like blowing money like on like crazy stuff without completing like my goals first. And a lot of people tell you, you know, enjoy your money, which I do. You know what I'm saying? I, I travel, I, I love to eat. My favorite thing to do is eating. Like travel going out eat. to eat and going to nice restaurants. So I do enjoy my money, but I still have that mindset to invest it now because you don't know what could happen later. No, that's... Yo, I remember the first time, and I'm saying this because I wish I would have had that mentality when I first... I remember the first time I started making some some crazy, some mm-hmm. crazy, crazy money. And I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be like this forever. That's what a lot of times entrepreneurs think when they yeah. take off. Like, uh-huh. it's going to be like this always. Yeah. And then you have those slow periods. Yeah. That's, and all that money periods. you blew... You like, damn. Yeah. I wish I still had that bread. All those stupid fits I was just going to buy. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Spending crazy money, going to the club, buying yeah. sexist bottles. You, you, you don't wish you had it. So you having that mindset already, understanding that like a season could come where it might not be like this. I need yeah. to have this bread tuck. Is that's crazy? That's why it's beyond your ears for real. You ain't you ain't learning the hard way. But talk about um when it comes to when it comes to social media. Let's say if somebody does not. And clothing or branding like that, but they, they were you was at years ago, and you said you only had seven hundred followers. Mm-hmm. What's your best piece of advice for them for them to grow their following and grow their brand at a at a rapid pace? Um, I feel like at this time, 
when you only have that much followers, like 700 followers, and you want to grow your brand at a, at a faster pace than usual, um, I definitely would recommend people to, to get a little bit repetitive on TikTok with their content. Mm. So what I mean by that is I've been seeing that people will have one product, right? And they will have about 20 videos for it. And then somehow one of them will go viral. So why does that help? You know, it helps because... Like you might, you might make one video for your product and you might think that, dang, like it's not, nothing's, nobody's interacting with it. It's, it's not going anywhere. But then on your 10th TikTok video, it goes viral and boom, you sold out. That's how TikTok works. Yeah. Maybe not on Instagram, you're going to post the same picture over and over and over. But on TikTok, you can make content like 10 different ways. And I've seen a couple of people do it. Um, you know, make tons of videos. And then I'm like, oh, this, this went viral. I go on their page. I'm like, this is their only product, but they're selling out. They're making money. And it's because they were, they didn't give up on that one video that didn't go viral or it didn't hit, you know? So for me, that's what I would recommend. And also Instagram in 2023. Now, Instagram is not really the best picture platform. Um, as you can see, reels are like pretty much really what's going up for people in other clothing brands. That's what I've been doing. I've been doing straight reels. And uh, one of my reels went viral to the point where I got like 7,000 plus followers from just one reel. And it's like trending sounds, whatever like the new, like biggest platform is, which is like uh, TikTok. Yep. Now Instagram has this reel section. So it's like, once I add a new future on Instagram, you better use it because yep. that's what's going to help your brand. Because they're going to prioritize it. Yeah. So mm -hmm. that's what I recommend for brands, you know trying to get that rapid pace. No, that's game. That's a lot of value right there. What's your, let me ask you this. What's your biggest regret since you've been in business? My biggest regret? Honestly, that's really tough. I feel like. You ain't had one yet? I don't know if I had one yet. I'm trying mm. to think. Maybe, I don't know, maybe like vendors, maybe like trusting vendors. I don't even know. I, I take calculated moves, honestly. Mm. What? Okay, let me ask you this. Have you had to change your circle from because, like I said, you just you experienced a lot of success at a very early age, and a yeah. lot of times that happened, you growing at a pace that other people around you might not be growing at, and these might be people you've been knowing for a long time. Has yeah. that something that you experienced? Um, yeah, I have. I just um, I meet a lot of people in the process, like let's say going viral or, you know, putting my story out there or people seeing my products, I'll meet other entrepreneurs and then um, I connect with them as well and I make new friends. But I'm not, I don't really, I don't know, it depends. I don't really hang out with a lot of my older friends as much right. as I do with my newer friends. Like That's I have awesome. a really small circle now and then I have like Why a lot that? of no business friends because I've just been really busy traveling <laughs> okay. and I, I, I spend more time with like new people that I meet because they're kind of fit my new, right. my new path. Do you feel like, do you feel like um, people want or expect a lot from you now that they know, like, you know, because it's not, it's out there now. You lit, you, you got bottle, you got a big following, you done made the money, people know this. So has it been something that is, is it been, people, do people expect or they see you, it's kind of like, Kayla, can you do this for me? Well, let me get this advice from you. Is that something that kind of you've been dealing with? Um, I feel like. I feel like it's kind of the other way around. Really? I feel like when I got successful, it's like more people try to like be there. They, 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 they want to be there to help more. That's fine. Yeah. So I don't, people don't really, I feel like people will just be quicker to ask, like, okay, like if you know any vendors, like they, they wouldn't really like ask, but I always give it to them for free. Like people that I know, like they, if they have like a question about business, they'll be like, hey, like I'll pay. I'll be like, no, nah, you don't have to. Like I just give it to them for free. Like sometimes like close friends. Cause it's like, you know, 
Like, we cool. Like, just because, like, I got a lot of followers or, you know, like, I've been... People think you changed. Yeah, like, no. No, like, if we've been best friends, like, for this long amount of time, like, I'm not going to, you know, be selfish or stingy with information. I I give out free games to strangers, like, every day. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But... No, but that's what I'm saying because sometimes you'll be that same person, but it's the perception of you. Like, people would think, like... Oh, you all you doing all these things now? You made all this money. You're not that same person without realizing that energy. It kind of make you feel awkward sometimes. Yeah. Like with the expectation people have around you. Like it's. I've been having this conversation with a lot of entrepreneurs. That's why I'm bringing it up, asking you because this is something that I'm seeing that a lot of people experience it when it comes to dealing with family. They're dealing with friends. It's like success. Success brings like a weird energy, and that's why, in my opinion, at least, at least that successful people mostly hang around other successful people because yeah. the other people outside that can't really understand you not that they not that they, that you better than them anything like that but it's just like yeah it's two different lanes and pages that y'all own that it's kind of hard to relate to that's why i yeah. was asking you that. oh that that's true i yeah. mean some people can't really relate to like my time or like they probably be like oh like they just don't really understand like what i have going on so it's yeah. like if i don't talk to somebody if i don't talk to a friend for like a whole week or two weeks like not everyone's yeah they're gonna be like oh like oh you're you're being distant i'm like bro i'm just stressed you know what i'm saying like i actually had that issue like last month i'm like i'm like bro i'm just stressed out like i don't gotta talk to people every day like i i work better when i'm actually not talking to much people me too i love being alone sometimes like i need that but people take that personally they do but it's like people know me for years sometimes it's like how do you not get it at this point in time I need that time to myself. People, man, I didn't deal with that with family and everything. Like, you know, they not they may not hear from me for a while. Yeah. And then not only do they might be saying things to you, they saying things to other people about you. Then they coming with you like, what was going on with y'all? You like, yeah. ain't nothing going on. I'm mm-hmm. just working. Yeah. Like, I'm like, it's not even, it ain't even crossing my mind for real. Yeah. So it's hard for people to grasp grasp that. It's, it's it's a it's a it's a very interesting dynamic though. Mm-hmm. But things definitely become more personal. For people when they like, he like, man, I'm just working, man. Yeah. That's all I'm doing. I, I can't talk to all these people at once because it's gonna throw me off. I don't, yeah, I don't like, I don't like exchanging energies too much, especially when I have something like big going on, like a big project on the way. I like to just lay low and just focus on it until it's done. Then I'll just pop out, and you know, everyone will see. Okay, maybe that's why she was distant. You know, like I was just working on something like really important. How do you maintain that discipline? Um. I just literally, I just like focus. I don't know. I just <laughs> keep, just I just it. keep focused. You know, I just kind of like, I kind of stay away from. I, I don't really watch Netflix or anything. I just kind of stay away from like playing the game because I, I actually am a gamer. So like, if I'm like really focused on something, I'll probably like not play my game. Like that's pretty Are much. You a it. gamer, like for real, for real. Yeah. Okay, so that's what you do in your for like as a hobby in your free time. What yeah. you playing? Uh, like Call of Duty. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You 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 be streaming it. I actually want to. Why you don't do that? I'm thinking about it. You got it. the audience. I know, right? Hey, I really, I really, I really might. Yeah, it's really game. fun. Like I don't know, playing with my family and stuff. But Man, I stay, I, I stay away. I got a, I got a, um, what's it called? I have an extreme obsessive personality. Okay? When I do something and I enjoy it, I get obsessed with it and I just won't stop. So me, I completely stay away from games because if I start playing, I have fun. I'm gonna be on the game. That seven days that literally straight. was me last summer. It was crazy, but I, I feel like for me, like. My obsessive things would probably just be like playing the game or going out to eat. Like I'll do that like a lot, and it's like okay, like let me just chill. Mm. What's your what's the what's the long term goal and vision you have? Because you you only twenty three, right? Yeah. So, so what, what do you see yourself thirty seven years? Um, I see myself 
owning multiple properties, probably. Um, being like a, a all around businesswoman and just like invested in like investments, like property, like real estate has always been like my goal. Really? Yeah. And like just being like financially free in like my house and like just being chilling. happy. Just chilling, yeah. Yeah. That, that, you saying you, I, I get the vibe that you were like a minimalist. Like you don't need a lot to, you know, it's like you say you like to travel, you like to eat, but other than that, you yeah. kinda, you're just kind of out the way and chilling for real. Mm -hmm. So you never been into like, the club scene and none of that? Nah. I'm, I, I mean, like, I know, like, when I was younger, like, I know that one night at the club. Like, I know if I go to the club right now and I'm in, I'm in like, I have the energy to do it, I know I'm going to be like, wow, like, that was so fun. I want to do it again. Really? But it's like, I've been away from it so long. It's like, I don't even feel like going. Like, it depends. Like, if, some, if somebody calls me like, hey, Kayla, um, we're going to be in Dallas. It's something where it's, it's like a huge event going on. Like, I'd be like, okay, I'm going. But, like, to going to the club now, it's like, okay, Kayla, you want to go to the club? I'm like... Uh, no, I don't feel like going. You network a lot. Yeah. You do. Mm -hmm. What do you give the get the people some game? Because I feel like a lot of people they don't know how to network. As crazy as this sounds, a lot of people don't know how to connect with other people. Give the people some game on how how to truly network for real. Um, I feel like networking is is probably the best thing people can do. Honestly, like I literally was at a party yesterday uh, for my friend's birthday, and I networked with like so much people, like. It, it's like, okay, we're all in the same environment. Just, hey, like, hey, what do you do? So where are you from? What do you do? It's just like a simple question. And then I realized the person sitting next to me does the same thing that I do. And it's like, okay, cool. Oh, you know that person? Okay, they just put me on to somebody that could help me in the future. And I put them on to someone that could help them in the future. So it's like just a simple question of just, hey, like, where are you from? Or what do you do? Opens up a whole nother door for you to meet someone that could help you on your journey. I agree. Yeah. But they... One thing that I think people kind of forget is that they kind of be valuable themselves. Like some yeah. people will come from come from a level where they have no value, and they will come to you, Kayla, and expect all these things for you. Put you to put expect you to put them on all they, all this game. Give you them some give you time. All these things. And it's yeah. like not to say like what are you gonna do for me, but there has to be kind of like an a even balance. a balance and an yeah. even exchange. That yeah. I think that's the biggest part that people forget when it comes to networking today. Because it's like. Let's be real. Let's say I ain't got no following. I work. I got a job. I ain't nowhere. I ain't started no business. I DM you, Kayla, and I say, hey, Kayla, can I treat you to some coffee? Because I want to pick your brain. More than likely, because you are. It's not, it's not that you think you're better than me, but you're just so busy, and your time is already so crazy. You, can, you don't have the time to sit out at Starbucks and, and give me all this game for nothing. Yeah. I'm about to come a different <laughs> way. Yeah. With some different value yeah. to make you want to connect with me. Yeah, that's like me contacting like a millionaire, like a multi-millionaire that does what I want to do. I'm like, hey, like, can you just give me some free game? Like, let's, let's have a seat out at dinner. Give me all the game that you can offer me. People expect that, though. I'm pretty sure you got yeah. a million DMs of people saying, hey, Kayla, can we sit down and talk and you tell me, put me on to this, put me on to that. And you like, what the yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I'd just be like, it's crazy. I'd be like, that's a little crazy, but, you know. <laughs> that's not, that, that, that's what uh, people expect. So, well, then, if you mind sharing this, what was, with your brand, what was the most you made in a day? Um, I think, um, I, mean, I don't even know. That's tough. Maybe, like, 60000 or 70000 Damn. I don't remember. How, how did you do it? Um, we just had a lot of, we had a lot of, a lot of planned marketing, okay, a, lot of, a lot of photo shoots, a lot of videos planned out for that one day. And um, yeah, I think it was definitely like 60,000. I just don't remember. 
I don't remember. That's how you know you're getting to it. You yeah. Have no... <laughs> I, don't even, I, I forgot to keep track that day, but I was just like, wow, this is crazy. And you, yeah. You, how long was that plan marketing though? A month, just a month. So it's like I already have, I already have the influencers connect. I already have the the people on go to do my photo shoots. I already have the people on go to you know let's let's get this photo shoot done. Let's get this content done. And then we had the flyers ready. Everything was just ready for that one day. And then we went okay, and let's run the ads now, and let's let's get it going. And then it was going good. It was doing really good. That's hard though, because a lot of people, like I said, when I ask that question, they hear that you made sixty, seventy thousand a day. They'll think that's something instantaneously without realizing. It was a month that led up to that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a lot of work that leads up. Like at the end of the day, because let's keep it real, people they hear your story, similar stories, mm-hmm. and they want to emulate that, but they want it immediately. Like they gonna hear this and I'm like, damn, Kayla turned up. I want to do that and I want to have it done by May. Nah, that's not how it works. That's not how it works. Being able to being able to prepare for like a month to make 70,000 in a day. And I don't even know, I it might, I literally was looking at it the other day. I think it might, might've been 90,000. I don't even know. <laughs> I really don't remember, but um, it's in my TikTok video actually. I think it might be between that. So people don't realize to be to a point where like I worked to a month to get ready to prepare for that 90 or 80 or whatever thousand it was. Um, it, it, it didn't happen like in a couple of months. It took me a lot of time to build these connects, a lot of time to get my, my, my team in place, get my, my ads team in place, and then, boom, we have everything in, like connected, and as soon as we want to plan to do a drop or do something, like it's going to be easier for us to do that versus you know, just hopping into a clothing brand and thinking, I'm going to make 90000 in a day. It's not really how it works. It's not how it works at all. Yeah. Mm-mm. Do you think there's a lot of obstacles for, as far as being a businesswoman, being a young woman in business? Um, yeah, there is. I feel like there is obstacles on just trying to like maybe collab certain people. I feel like I, I, I have, I have, I didn't have like a lot of, I didn't have like the platform to collab with a lot of people at first, but I was really like really blessed to have known YouTubers from my own city. So it's kind of like, okay, I kind of just put them in my brand, but to collab with other people, I didn't really, I didn't really like know how to at first. Really? Yeah. Like, I didn't know how to hit up influencers. Like, I'm like, okay, like, what do I do? People are like, oh, you just email. I'm like, I don't know how to conduct the email. Like, what do I say, like, to their team, you know? So it was really, like, hard for me at first. <laughs> but I was, like, I was, like, so young. I'm like, bro, I just graduated high school. How do I email this huge influencer? And, like, I just didn't know how to do it. Now I know, like, okay, this is how you do it. This is how you do it. Yeah. Dude, um, you got a team around you, right? Yeah. So how did you put that together? What were the things you were looking for? To know, like, this is a good member from my team. How did you How did you recognize those traits in these, these people? It all came from marketing, too. Like, a lot of people that are on my team now was, like, a word of mouth of, okay, this, really? this yeah, like, just networking. Yeah, did I say networking? Yeah. Yeah, yeah networking. Um, I had a friend that also has a clothing brand. And, you know, he found someone to do his ads, his advertising with Facebook. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, okay, he put me in contact with that person. Boom, now I have somebody that's running my, my marketing 24-7. So my store is open 24-7. We're getting double the sales that I would get um, just by being organic. So then another person I met does email marketing. So it's kind of like word of mouth and networking with people. If I knew nobody that had a successful clothing brand, I wouldn't have known, okay, this is somebody that does graphic designing. This is someone that does this or that. You know, it's kind of like connecting with people that are in the space as well gives you more room to get those connects and, and people mm, on your game. team. And you you, men, you mentioned Grant Cardone. And one thing about Grant, I know he's, he's real big on sales. Yeah. So is sales something that you prioritize learning when you when you started this journey? 
Um, sales, no. I was really focused on the product mostly because I just mm. really, I really wanted to get a, a, a really high quality product, and it was such that's a struggle important. for me. So I'm like, that's all I want. I want to be able to have people with like nice fitted clothing, clothing that just like pops on Instagram, clothing that like it's colorful, it looks nice, like something different. Like that was my biggest thing, like just getting my designs to actually work for me. Because that made it easier to market, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mar when you got one. This what this what I try to tell people. When you got a dope product, whatever it is, whether it's some uh, some some digital stuff or yeah. actual physical product, as long as the product is dope, and you feel like it's dope, it's gonna make it a million times easier to market. A yeah. lot of people struggle marketing, in my opinion, because they don't really believe in what they putting out. You know what that I'm saying? Facts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you don't believe in what you putting out, it's gonna it's gonna be hard for you to really make that post on Instagram because you don't even really believe it yourself. Uh huh. <laughs> and people see that. That's true. You. Man, people have no idea that people could see, they see authenticity. They see if you're confident. They see if you're not confident. People see all that. And if you're not confident in what you're putting out there, people like, why should I believe that this, yeah, is, that this, this is, is value? The, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's, at the end of the day, as an entrepreneur, number one, you got to be confident. But num number two is whatever you're doing, you got to be confident in there because it's going to be easier for you to be confident. Because yeah. everybody naturally not a confident person. I know a bunch of entrepreneurs that's millionaires, multimillionaires. You meet them, you'll be like, this seems like the most unsure person I ever met in my life. No. <laughs> and I swear to God. And then I got other people that I know that you will be, will be extremely confident and they might have the same results with something completely different. So it's, it's a lot of, um, it's a lot that goes into this. I'll say that. What you think is your, the number one reason for your success? I feel like my creativity and my marketing really? skills. I feel like I feel like I have some of the best marketing skills in this clothing brand space. Think like, so? I feel like I, I think can, you do. I feel like I feel like I literally I I'm really good at marketing, and a lot of people connect with me for that. And it's like I just have the brain. Like, like give me a product. You think Let it's me natural? help you market. Yeah, I think it's natural. I think so too. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, in my opinion, I think marketing is at the at the highest level is the ability to read and understand people, and that's something that. I don't know if you could teach. What you think? I think I can teach it. You think you? Okay. The, no, I'm talking about the ability to oh, read people. Ability to read people? Yeah. Oh no, that's kind of hard to teach. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe you can teach it. You think so? But I don't know if I can teach it. <laughs> I can teach it, but it's like, I feel like for me, marketing is just marketing. I don't know, like reading people. You think so? I think it's reading people. Because it's like if I'm marketing on my Instagram, I have like a hundred thousand followers. I don't know every single person. You, but look, think about think about it this way though, you know it's the reason they follow you because you know what they would like to see, so you kind of read that. <laughs> that takes a level of reading people. Okay, okay, okay. Like like when you went viral. Well then, yeah, okay. Well, actually, when I went viral, I feel like you knew it because because um, you knew what people liked. I knew that people wanted to see something different. That's a level. I of reading knew people. that's that's the thing, but I don't know. Like, so you think I was subconsciously reading my audience? Yes. Then, yeah, I think definitely I can teach that. You think you can? I, I do then on a daily basis because I tell people you have to figure out your 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 niche. You can't just you can't just put out. I, right now I can't just take suits and ties and just start marketing on my clothing brand page because, like, you, I already know what my niche is. I already know what I do. Like what a lot do? of people, when you start a clothing brand, you kind of you kind of like test the waters to see. 
okay, what is your niche? Like, what do people draw to? I realized people were drawing to my track suits more than they were drawing to, like, simple shorts that I was putting out. And somebody else's brand, people might draw to, like, simple clothing, then they'll draw to, like, the super dramatic design clothing. So it's kind of like you kind of have to figure out your audience, which is the same thing, I think, as reading yeah, it is. So once you figure that out, you could just tell by like how you post. If you post two posts right now, right? And let's say like for your Instagram, if you have an Instagram that you post uh, like this stuff, if you post two videos, right? And someone and someone's talking about how to bake cookies, and then the other video talking about how to start a real estate uh, company, wh whatever, whichever one gets the more likes and views, you already know that's what your followers want to see. That's what they want to see. Yeah. Yes, that's the that's what I'm saying. It, go, it goes back to it's a level of understanding understanding yeah i feel like, I feel, like yeah. I feel like that's easy once you, i once do you, too once you get on social media it's but easy it's crazy because i feel the same way which is why but so many people come to me and i'll be like i can explain it to you but i feel like it's one of those things that as much as i can explain it's something that you kind of gotta innately understand because mm -hmm. nobody really taught it to me i was just on long enough and naturally, when I got in my lane, yeah, I just knew what people wanted to see. I can't True. really explain it. I feel like I didn't. I feel like for me, I, I knew, but I didn't have the. I didn't. I didn't have the resources yet. And right. for me, if I'm mentoring somebody, which I do, I'll try to guide them to help them read their audience as well, because we might have two different audiences. Exactly. So I'll try to tell somebody like, okay. I see that you posted these things and people reacted to it more. Why don't you start, you know, making products or marketing this, this similar way and continuing like that success for your brand, you know, like don't switch it up, like switch it up, but not right now. Like, like keep seeing and keep like practicing and testing the water to see what works for your brand. And that's how pretty much I try to teach people. Like, this is how your audience is, you know, that's how you scale with your audience. Exactly. And you, and you said, you said you, you feel like you amazing at, at marketing. And I think you do. Do you think, let me ask you this. Do you think you can pop off any brand? Any brand. Like, say, say somebody come to you and they say, Kayla, I'm in, um, I'm a chef. I'm trying to pop off. I, I, I ain't got no following. You think you can make them blow up on the internet? I think you can. Of course. I think I can too. Exactly. It's not hard. You just gotta, I know, I know exactly what I would do. Give me, give me someone that's a chef. Let me, let me sit with them. Let me see. Okay. Let me study your brand. Let me start seeing what's working in this in social media let me like that that's where i would start and that's what i'm doing right now with my uh, mentees as well like i'm seeing what's working on social media right now how could we put their brand out there and get them some sales or engagement or followers like that's pretty much how i would do it but yeah a chef came up to me yeah like let's work i think you because I, I like how i see it, if you could blow up a brand on the internet is it looks easy but i think it's one of the hardest things to do for real yeah but um i think if you can do it I think that skills and, st and strategies and understanding you have translates yeah. to many things. So I think if you could do it once, more than likely, if you're truly committed to it, you could do it again no matter what the niche is. Mm -hmm. Because you got a simple understanding of people. And as long as you got that, I believe you could do that shit again. But mm -hmm. let me ask you this. When you talk about mentoring, what is what are you, just for the people that's listening and watching, what are you uh, mentoring people on right now? Um, right now, I'm mentoring people on like business, how to build their business, how to grow their social medias, um, how to grow their sales. Pretty much, uh, if somebody comes up to me or wants to be in my mentorship and they have like a struggle with their brand or they don't even they don't even know how to start a brand, I pretty much will help somebody start their brand from scratch. If somebody already has a brand or a business, I'll pretty much help them uh, start their business to either grow or get get them followers with sales, whatever it is. That's pretty much like what I do in my mentorship. Like I just 
I pretty much add myself on the team and we grow the business. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And, and for the people that's listening and watching and they, and they interested in, in doing that, where do they go to? Uh, you guys would go ahead and go on my Instagram page. And uh, by the time you guys see this, if the mentorship slots are all taken, then I, I have some bad news Damn. for you. But if it is available, my mentorship is in the link in my bio. All my courses, all, everything that I have is in my link in my bio. What do you think is the number one thing that keeps um, entrepreneurs back regarding growing their brand, sales, and all that? What do you, what you think is the number one reason that holds people up from that? I think the consistency, mm. the drive. For me, you know, I, if, I, I agree. I've been consistent for like four years now, I think, and it's it still keeps me up and running. That's really like me. Like I'm a consistent designer. I'm a I'm really a creative, and I I know how social media works, so I always can keep up with it. How did you How did you stay consistent when you weren't seeing results? Um, I just felt like in that time when I was not seeing those re- results, I'm like, okay, like. Kayla, like, do you really want to give up and give everyone the satisfaction? And because before I started my brand, I'm like, I had a lot of people that, you know, we all fell out. I lost friends. You know, I was like sad. I was depressed. I had like a lot of drama going on in my life. And I was in in the process of starting my brand. So I'm like, okay. In these times where it's not going the best that I thought it would be, nine months straight, probably only made, I think, $700, $800. Till the end of the year, I finally got my first buzz on social media. Um, I was just thinking, like, do you really want to give everyone the satisfaction of you quitting your business? Like, it's only been nine months, you know? Like, I just I just didn't want to quit. I just couldn't. Mm, yeah, that's because yeah. I agree. Consistency is the probably the hardest thing because once you're not seeing results, yeah, most people is going to be like, man, I ain't not. Most people, especially in your position, they would have quit. Nine months, $700, most people would have been like, yeah, I guess it's just not for me. <laughs> Yeah, I I was just I was just like trying to do whatever I can. I was on Instagram every day trying to grow my followers. I'm trying to design for other people so I can you know make money on the side as a side hustle. I was in school, and uh, I was getting a financial aid check. So whenever I got those checks, <laughs> I I remember the last check I got, I got a financial aid check for like maybe like seven hundred dollars. I remember I bought I think I bought some new shoes. For my my photo shoot and then i invested four hundred dollars into like these track suits and when i when they came in i was like yep i was like i told my friend i'm like should i do it they're like yeah like you, you gotta do it i'm like okay i'm gonna do it I bought those track suits they came in and then they went viral on twitter that was my first time going viral though Change and i was like life. wow yeah that's when i got a buzz and it wasn't even like a it wasn't even like a huge viral thing i just went got a little bit of buzz and i just kept being consistent with it being consistent when you yeah. when you got some momentum you gotta business, keep going. you got to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I try to, I preach this to people all the time. Like the worst thing you can do when you get hot and build momentum is stop. It's to stop because once you stop and whenever you come back, it's going to be hard to build that momentum back up. And even if you, and it might be easy, but even if it's easy, imagine what would happen if you kept going, if you never stopped, where exactly. would you be at? So exactly. you got momentum because building momentum is the hardest thing to do in business. So once you got it, the last thing you need to do is say, oh, I'm going to take a break now. You need to know. You need to double down now. Keep going because it's going it, it, to, you, you, you got all the heat to go crazy. Yeah. <laughs> For real. So that's that, that's big. But I like what you said. You got that $700 check and you invested. That's, that speaks to, at the end of the day, who you are and why you're in the position you win. Yeah. Because most people in their last 700 they not taking that risk. Mm-hmm. They not taking that risk to bet on themselves because they like, if I lose it, I'm at zero. Exactly. You didn't care. I didn't care. I was, just, <laughs> I was on the phone. I'm just like, you know what? I just placed the order. Let's wait. 
a couple months, I mean, a couple weeks later, it came in. And I was like, yeah, let me, let me learn how to market this. Mm. I got two more. I got two more questions for you. First one is what? So somebody that's listening to this, to this right now, a young woman or a young guy, they was in the position that you was in when you was at Foot Locker and you was like, man, this is not for me. Yeah. What is your best piece of advice for them if they want to emulate kind of what you, it might not be clothing, it could be something else, but if they want to become successful, hit that seven figure mark, what's your best piece of, piece of advice for them? I would definitely tell them to find a mentor, um, you know, study. Why is that important? Because it's like, you got you to gotta be able to learn from somebody. Like you got to be able to find someone like we have we have social media nowadays. It's just like there's so much information everywhere. And and when I started, there wasn't as much people like doing what I do. So I would try to find information on any topic possible. Like, you know, your parents would tell you, you know, when you when you when you graduate high school, you're going to go to school, you're going to have good credit, um, make sure you have good credit and make sure you save your money. That's all they tell yep. you. Right. I already knew. I need to learn something. So I learned how to, I learned about credit. I used to watch YouTube videos on credit, real estate, investing, business, everything. So I had a, my mentor at that time, I guess you could say was Grant Cardone and other people on YouTube that teach me like, okay, mindset, how to have a good mindset, how to run a business and things like that. I just watch YouTube like every day, just trying to learn something new about credit or whatever it was. But I would tell someone, you know, make sure you have a mentor. Um, there's a lot of opportunities out here. I feel like people should start reading books more. Books really do help open up your mind and, uh, it makes you smarter too. So, um, and I definitely would tell them like, whatever you think you like, you want to start on your business. Like if you feel like it's right, like just start it, you know, don't hold back and stay consistent. What if they, what if, what if they ain't got the perfect situation? So there they, is no perfect situation. <laughs> I know people that had horrible situations, you know? Yeah. I feel like there is no perfect situation. It's and there not. is no right time to start either. Like, it's just, you just take that risk. And you, you either not take the risk and never find out on what happens on the other side, or you take the risk and it could work out. And if it doesn't work out, you have you can go back to the drawing board and, and go back and try again. No, I, I, I asked that question for a reason because people will hear that because people always say, well, I'm waiting on this before I start. Oh, I'm waiting on this before I start. And it's yeah. like, dog, I'm telling you right now, once you wait on this, let's say if you wait on it and it happens, there's going to be another problem. And then there's going to be another problem. So you have to start regardless. You yeah. can't wait until there's no problems because there will never be no problems. It's always going to be problems. Pro business is nothing but problems. That's true. Every day, man, I swear, every day I'm faced with new problems. Yesterday, just yesterday, they tried to disable my Instagram account. Really? For no, yeah, somebody somebody DM me. He was just like, "Hey, somebody paid me to take down your Instagram. I'm letting you know it's gonna be down within the next 24 hours." I swear. I'm thinking he's trying to scam me, bluffing. I'm like, "Man, get your ass on." Did it happen? It happened. He said, "I start talking to him." I said, "Man, if you don't, man, whatever." I'm thinking he's trying to scam me for real. Wow. He was he because he's like, "I'm just letting you know if you want to pay me for recovery." I said, "Get." He was like. Cause I already know some other people that can help me with the situation. Yeah. I kind of said that. I was like, mm -hmm. he was like, you think they better than me? I'm still taking these bluffing. He was like, all right, watch this. I swear to God, Kayla, less than 45 seconds. That shit kicked me out of my Instagram. Your account what? has me. I said, that, oh. that happened to me twice, three, about two times or three times. Yeah. That's, that's, that's why I, I feel like Instagram, like, I hope with this new update, these, these hackers can like stop. That Man, happened to me. That, that happened to me. And I had to make a whole new Instagram from scratch. 2021 june damn and then now i have like 140k followers yeah. i think in a year i grew 80,000 maybe in followers yeah that's no that's amazing for yeah. real so i had to restart these these hackers they they cold like so it's like 
but the, I was just just speaking on how in business There's that's problems. a problem. That you know that's, that's a huge problem. That's a huge problem. So yeah. luckily, he pulled it right back for me. I, I hit him on a different account. He's like, "All right, I got you." He got it right back. But that just go. It's it's always something in business. So you can't never work wait until the perfect situation. When I started this podcast, I started off my cell phone shit. I ain't know nothing about podcasts. Yeah. I used to call. I used to just call somebody on the phone, put it on speaker, get my other phone, and just record it, and just hold it there. You wow, know what I'm saying? Like, that's crazy. I, <laughs> yeah. Like, I wouldn't, like, if I waited until I got all these cameras in the studio, I wouldn't be here right talking to you right now. I promise you that. So that's that's that's, that's, that's definitely game. My final question I got for you, you talked about books. So you led me right into it. What's your top three books? Uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. <laughs> I like The Law of Power. It's just cool. I feel like The Law of Power kind of helps with, like, sell, selling to, like, yeah. sales. And then um, my last book, it's a... Uh, it's like more of like a poem kind of book. Really? It's, it's like a personal favorite for me. Okay. I think it's called Milk and Honey. I don't remember. You in the poetry and stuff like that? Yeah. It's like, it's kind of like a, a self-love kind of book. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I like that no, People need those too. Sometimes yeah. it can't all, it can't be always about business. You need an outlet too. Yeah. So for sure. Like I learned, I learned that probably within the last couple of years. I was just so busy. Everything was business, business, business. That's the quickest way to get burnt out. You need you need some you need another hobby you need some kind of outlet yeah to keep that fuel because it, everything just can't be business all the goddamn time yeah yeah but I agree. before we wrap up i want to say i appreciate you taking the time to fly we know we, we've been talking about this for a minute we're going to yeah. do it again you finally come out coming on the show and doing this locking in i know the audience they're going to really love this but before i let you go plug all your stuff where people can follow you become mm -hmm. a mentee everything you got all right, so my Instagram is Kayla Perilla. Um, my business page is Kings Play Apparel. I have a YouTube page, Kayla Perilla, and my Twitter is also Kayla Perilla. Also, the links are all on my social media pages, everything you guys need to start a clothing brand. If you want to start uh, a business, I have courses, I have vendors, I have graphic designers, I have everything you need, and I have a lot of successful clients uh, right now that I help uh, to start their business as well. So, yeah. Make sure y'all follow Kayla on all platforms, and I'm going to put that link in the show notes for the people that's interested. They could just hit that link and get right to it. And wrapping up, y'all can follow me on all platforms at Xavier Miller. I'm at the official Xavier Miller on Instagram, and y'all can follow the Marionette Mindsets podcast on all platforms as well. And that's all I have for y'all on this episode of Marionette Mindsets. See y'all next week. Peace. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody voucher Ain't no more excuses valid, get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account, need an accountant Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.